0: And welcome to the Let's Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. This is episode 219, and today we are taking your resume to the tailor. We're going to talk about how people search for you as a candidate. We'll talk about applicant tracking systems, or ATS, and answer questions such as, how can I tailor my resume without spending too much time on it? How specific should I get? Does my resume always go through the ATS? And how many keywords should I look to include within my resume? All of these questions and more will be answered in today's episode. And want to let you know that this episode was ripped off of one of our live events that we have going on. How do I attend one of these live events? Why is this such a big deal? Well, first of all, there are going to be examples that are in this podcast that I can only show you through a screen share. Some of the points that were made during this are best served through attending one of our live events. You'll also have the chance during these events to ask me questions specifically and get some actual FaceTime with me. So if this interests you, we do these once a month and you can find out when our next event is by going to letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. Tell you it's worth it. I love seeing all of your faces and actually interacting with you. So have to make that pitch there. It's really important to me. So without further ado, let's talk about tailoring your resume and how applicant tracking systems actually work. We want to not give you, we want to dispel any myths, we want to preach you the truth and we don't want you to listen to any other resume podcast. Okay? Maybe there's some other good ones out there, but this is the best one and we like to give you the truth based on actual principles here. So without further ado, this is episode 219 of the Career Warrior podcast. Hope you enjoy. ATS compliance and tailoring, the big mystery, the thing that I want all of you to not worry about by the end of this, because I'm not going to overcomplicate it too much. But ATS compliance is something that people worry about. And we put tailoring within the same category because in my opinion, it's the same thing. If you have strong tailoring principles and strong content to where you're tailoring towards the job posting, ATS compliance should really not be that big of a deal. So with that being said, you do need to tailor your resume for every job. Don't go crazy. Don't spend 80 hours working on your resume week after week. That's not what I'm trying to tell you to do. But I think you should take at least five minutes to take that resume that is oriented towards a specific position and try to match it up to tweak it a little bit better so it matches to the job you're applying for that five minutes, that 10 minutes can make a difference in terms of getting your resume noticed. It is worth the time. Things you can do to tweak your resume to where you don't have to spend hours and hours tailoring it for each job position is you can reorder certain bullet points to where the bullet points that are more relevant for the position you're applying for are higher within the resume. As humans, we read things left to right, we read things top to bottom. So use that to your advantage and put the most important, most relevant things at the very top of the resume and shift things towards the left if you can. I recommend having stock resumes. So having your own templates, having your own Chris Villanueva templates, having your own Sherry templates for positions you are applying for. And that's gonna be a huge time saver on your part. So what you'll do, So if I am T and I'm applying for a data analyst position, then I wanna have my own special template, my own special data analyst resume template that I can use to apply for. If I'm T and I also am applying for, let's say a software engineer position, let's say I'm also talented at coding, then I wanna make sure I have a separate software engineer resume to apply for different jobs. And what I'm doing with those two templates, that data analyst template and that software engineer template is I'm tweaking it ever so subtly to those job positions that I'm applying for. Okay, you won't always go through the ATS. That's a question that I often get. Depending on the size of the company, if you're applying for a company that's gonna have hundreds of other candidates applying for the position, You better believe that it's going to go through an applicant tracking system. If you are sending your email to a friend of a friend and they're going to forward that along to the hiring manager, then it's probably not an ATS issue. Either way, you want to make sure that your resume is tailored. So, the basic breakdown of an applicant tracking system is it's software that's simply meant to organize applications that come in for a company. They can filter, or they could prioritize based on a keyword search. So if I am a recruiter looking to find the best business intelligence analyst I can find, maybe something that I'll type is business intelligence analyst and some hard skills involved within that. If I am, let's say going to hire a project manager, maybe I'm going to type in something like PMP to find the person with that certification, to find the resume with that certification. That's all it is. It's just like if all of you were to go on Google right now and you were to search for a Mexican restaurant in New York City and you type in Mexican restaurant New York City and Google organizes it to the most relevant results at the top. That's all it is. Although I'd say Google is probably a much better tool than most of these applicant tracking systems. Here is a screenshot my friends of Bullhorn which is one of the top pieces of software for this. So someone typed in the words accounting, accountant, and accounts to search for the ideal candidate. Some common mistakes here are keyword stuffing. Uh, Don't write for the robot. That's not what this is about. Uh, The entire point of ATS compliance is so a human can read it in the first place. So I recommend choosing the 7 to 10 keywords that are most relevant for you. Not the 40 to 50 to 60 keywords. Don't keyword stuff. But the ones that are going to be most relevant. And focusing on those within the resume and i'll show you a picture in a little bit about what keyword stuffing looks like it's not pretty there is no magic bullet so for those of I, I remember i once spoke to a job seeker who what they did in order to get past the ats this is so silly but what they did was they typed in a bunch of keywords i mean like hundreds of words and they shrunk it down to type font size to font and essentially made the the font size white so that someone couldn't see it, but this doesn't work. That's absolutely ridiculous. And those types of things can get caught when an ATS system is parsing out the resume. So don't try trickery, it doesn't work. So there's no magic bullet. There is no length or capitalization or specific font size that's going to get you past the ATS. In my opinion, getting past the ATS is really about strong resume writing principles. I'll pause real quick because I know we have some questions in the chat box, and I know this is something that gets people tripped up. Do you need to list your title? Doesn't it limit you? That's actually a very relevant question for the ATS because oftentimes titles are searched out when people are looking for the right candidate. I do recommend including title where you can, but take a close look at the position you're applying for. Oftentimes, there are ways to make your title more relevant. I'm not saying to change your title, don't exaggerate, don't say I was a director when I was only a manager, but you can make your title a little bit more generic so that way it broadens out the spectrum just a little bit. So instead of saying SEO market, like um, chief of search engine optimization, which is a title that's too specific in my opinion, You can say something like marketing executive or marketing professional so make it more broad you're trying to make your resume targeted and tailored and if that's the one key takeaway from this presentation it should be that all right y'all no common sources for keywords like the question that was posed position title how important is that i would say that's very important it is one of the most common sources of keywords that people do end up searching so in the book, Resume Magic, they gave some common sources for keywords that were commonly searched through searched by recruiters. Position title was one. Nouns common to the position was another. So hard skills, so JavaScript would be an example of that. The location, employer names you've, you've worked for. And the ones that were not as commonly searched but still are searched to some extent are degrees, certifications, and soft skills. So the key takeaway from this slideshow, from this one slide right here, I would say is to focus mainly on the position title and nouns common to the position. Okay, y'all, that wraps up today's short and sweet mini-sode episode 219 of the Career Warrior podcast. Wow, we have so much content of this podcast and want to make sure that you don't miss out. In fact, we've covered episodes such as diversity, episodes such as interviewing, episodes such as cover letters and LinkedIn profiles. If you are somebody who's looking to improve and to ramp up that career, make sure to scroll through all the things that we've done. And, of course, you can make sure to look at all of our content by heading over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. Like I said, if you want to attend an event like this and ask questions that are specific, let's say you didn't get something answered or this caused you to have more questions, I'd highly recommend heading over to that website and using us as a resource in your job search. Can't thank you enough for tuning in to today's episode. Can't wait to see you next time. Take care, go out, and be warriors. The Let's Career Warrior Podcast. Warrior Podcast. And for more on your job search, please make sure to check out Let's Eat Grandma's website at letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. That's where you can find her blog, attend job seeker events, and learn more about her awesome resume services. Let me just say, I'm happy you're subscribed on Apple or Spotify, but you are missing out if you haven't seen the additional resources on our website. Once again, that's letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. And please don't forget to leave a review. The support from my fellow warriors is what will help me get noticed and what will help the algorithm so other job seekers can discover us too. I promise I read all the reviews and you will just make my day. That's all. I'll see you next episode this Monday morning.